0: What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to episode 10 of the Triple Option Podcast. Today, we're going to be doing our final iteration of the 2023 mock drafts, and it's going to be the last one we have up to this Thursday's NFL draft. Uh, Today, we had some kind of crazy news with with Rappaport dropping that a couple lines are going to be suspended this year. Um, Jameson Williams, the most notable player, he'll be suspended six games for violating the league's gambling policy. I know we were talking about it before, just kind of weird to hear. And he made a bet that was like not even NFL related, but was in the facility, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's like interesting at least. Uh, I don't think it's going to change their draft strategy too much. I don't even think they were really going to be in target for a receiver, right?
1: No, I wasn't thinking
0: it. Yeah, because at at six, like they'll have multitude of options, but yeah, I don't think receiver was really one of them. Uh, and six games is now like a third of the, it's like a third of the season, and it's not really the end of the world. It's not like they're without their star quarterback or something like that. So yeah, we're basically going to be doing the mock. Um, Dom, you have the first pick correct in this, correct? Yeah, so Dom's gonna be picking with the Panthers, and then I'll have the fourth pick the Colts, and so on. Tom's going to be starting with the second pick with the Texans, fifth pick with the Seahawks, and so on, and then I'll have the third pick, and you get the gist of it. So we'll just hop right in. Um, Dom, you're on the clock. Is this
1: a no-brainer number one pick, or could this be a little bit of a surprise? No, I think this is now officially a no-brainer pick. I'm taking Bryce Young first overall to the Panthers. He's now the betting favorite to go first overall, and I've been saying all along, I think all three of us kind of this whole offseason have been saying he's our QB1, so I think it's finally... Looking like ah, logo number. W- mm. Realistically, you expected him to go first <laughs> overall. There, I'll change the wording on that. So it now seems. I, no, I, I mocked Stroud uh, in our last one, but
2: now. Well, yeah, because last time I would say Young now,
1: because it seemed like last time the Panthers were all on Stroud and he was the betting mm-hmm. favorite. Now it's completely flipped to Young, which makes a lot more sense to me in my opinion. So I, I'm going with Young. Yeah.
2: No, solid. Yeah. All right, so then um, me with two like. I'm not. I'm not buying the uh, the smokescreens here. Everyone's saying they're going defense with the second pick. I'm just sure gonna take uh, C.J. Stroud here, and I think the Texans take their quarterback. So you-
0: to be honest, yeah, I was just gonna say. I think I don't know. I I feel like Stroud isn't gonna go too in my opinion. I think like the they could go Anderson and just tank next year for Caleb.
1: Or there's been some Levis hype I've seen at two bro if will levis goes to people are just never gonna learn their lesson like zach wilson got (laughs) drafted high every year like there's some guy that just gets drafted and he's just not good like i don't know why we expect will levis to be the exception (laughs) but is is will levis different than like anthony richardson
0: when it comes to hype obviously richardson has the the Uh, running intangibles
1: yeah richardson has the hype he that he has way more hype than levis i think
0: yeah, but level says definitely the like pure quarterback intangibles. At least with accuracy, deep. Well, I guess like his deep ball maybe not as good. But
1: no, he just stinks. He was he's
2: not good.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. If he wasn't good, he wouldn't. He'd be in like the head and hooker range or like the. The Sutton Bennett range. Some people have
2: uh, Henry Hooker in this range, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It's just that point in mock draft season. At three, I believe the Cardinals are going to trade down most likely um, with this pick. I'm sure a team like Vegas, if they still like uh, Will Levis or a team down there, Atlanta, Tennessee, that wants to draft a quarterback, either it's Levis or Richardson, would trade up with Arizona here, and they could probably even get a bigger ransom. If the uh, Texans end up going like Anderson at two, because that means any team that can get the pick of their order at three. So just if the Cardinals stay on the clock here at three, I'm going to have them take Will Anderson. He's my best defensive player in this draft. I don't think you overthink it here and you take him. Um, there would be really no reason to take like a Tyree Wilson or a Jalen Carter. Just take Will Anderson and you get a A-plus from me. Yeah,
1: if you know. the Cardinals if the Cardinals don't get Will Anderson, I think it's a bad draft for them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, I, I, like, I would love like if you could trade down and end up with a
0: Jalen Carter, like that'd be amazing too. But yeah, I think you just stay at three and you take Anderson if that's like the best
1: possible solution. Mm-hmm. Because then at four here with the Colts, I'm still sold. I still think they take a quarterback. I mean, Jim Irsay is trying to like throw like some smoke screens out there, which I'm not really buying any of them. Um, I think they go quarterback here, and I think they go with Anthony Richardson. I think he tries to get just some. I don't know, just something different, because the Colts for the past, what now, six, seven years, just haven't really had a
2: quarterback, so maybe Anthony Richardson's the guy that finally turns it around for them. Yeah, so that that gives me uh, Seattle here at five. I'm kind of torn between Jalen Carter or um, Tyree Wilson, but I think Seattle is going to wind up taking Tyree Wilson here, so I'm going to pencil him at a five.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's he's looking like he's going to get drafted above Jalen Carter, at least if Those picks are within, like, the top eight. So that leaves me on the lines at six here. Now, if Anthony Richardson was here at six, I would flirt with the idea of taking him just because he could definitely sit behind Jared Goff for a year, maybe even a year and a half, um, and develop there. But I don't think, like, Will Levis is really the right guy to to sit on the bench and be behind Jared Goff. So you could go with Jalen Carter, just beef up that D-line, but they've been kind of all on corner. Now, it's a sick corner class where they also have another first-round pick at 18, so you could look to go another position here at 6 and then grab corner um, at 18, especially after moving Jeff Okuda. So, uh, Jalen Carter or Devon Witherspoon are who I'm debating between, and I honestly think they look to beef up their D-line a little bit more. I think Jalen Carter, obviously, he didn't have, like, the great pro day or the private workouts. Um, There's been a little bit off-the-field stuff, but he's still a top-five pure talent in this draft, and... Detroit has a little bit of risk they can take here since this wasn't even their pick. It was the Rams' pick, and they have another one a couple uh, 12 picks later at 18. So I'm going to go with Jalen Carter at the sixth pick and probably a, a steal there if you're looking at that at a pure value standpoint.
1: Yeah, I do like that because I think the Lions definitely do need to beef up the D-line. I think if Tyree Wilson falls to them, that's like a no-brainer to put him on the other side of um, Hutchinson. I think that would be a great yeah. pairing. But yeah, I don't. Carter's weird because like, we really don't know – how far he'll slide because everything has just been so negative about him recently. Yeah. It's, like, very, very interesting to watch him Yeah, with
0: that. I'd be very surprised if he falls out of, like, the top seven, honestly. Like, if he fell to, like, Chicago at nine or Philly at 10, I would just be very shocked just because of the pure talent there. And I feel like, like, obviously the off-the-field stuff hasn't been great, but I feel like it hasn't been something as crazy as, like, Laramie Tunsell's back when he was drafted with the number one, or he was supposed to be with the number one pick, and then the, the, the bong mask comes out and then he drops to, like, 15. I don't know. I feel like carter doesn't have that bad of negativity to fall into the top eight but i guess we'll see on draft night
1: yeah so that brings me now up with the raiders and we still have will levis available but i don't think i don't think the raiders want to waste this high pick and then just have a guy sit on the bench like to me that just doesn't make sense for a team that's trying to compete i know they have met with him a few times and a few other quarterbacks so i just i still don't understand why they would do that and it's just funny again like it's Jimmy G like again he's just gonna be another bridge quarterback like that's all he is at this point Um, but based on that though I think I think the Raiders they have to focus on defense here in my opinion and the fact that Devon Witherspoon is still here I think he's better than Christian Gonzalez in my opinion and the Raiders just need help on that back end in the defense so I'm gonna go with uh, Devon Witherspoon here to the Raiders we're really not gonna have Levis
0: in our top 10 are we
1: I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really, not picking him here. So. <laughs> realistically, like, what team?
0: Like, I, I hate you guys. I Like, Levis is going to be a top-ten pick 100%. I just don't have any teams that I'm drafting with that no, but, are drafting well, I quarterback. Mean, if, if we have the ability to, like, do
2: trade-ups, like, so I mean, I, 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 I
0: would would for I would bet that he's on either the Texans, the Colts, or the Raiders after Thursday.
1: Because I don't – I think he's the fourth-best quarterback. So once you get to picks five, you have Seattle, Detroit, Vegas – the Falcons maybe, but they seem set. The Bears are set. The Eagles are set. Like everyone's just kind of like, I feel like set a quarterback with this high pick. Where I, if
0: I think he, I think he goes ahead of Anthony Richardson. I don't know. I think I'm, not I like do I'm not saying I would do that. I'm not saying I would do that, but the hi- no, I think dude. the hype is there in him that he's going to be in the top ten.
2: I think Houston could trade up with um with from twelve up a couple spots, maybe like with the Eagles, um or with like the Bears, uh, uh, with the team that had already traded for the spot they were in. Uh, and then take take Levis there, but I, I don't see him like going. I think the Raiders go go defense here um, at seven. You, 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 I don't years, know. We
0: yeah, we think the Raiders will do that, but I, don't know, I think they're. But gonna why take would
1: you give Jimmy G essentially? I a three year deal, but it's really like a two year deal. Like why would you then just take another quarterback when you're trying to compete with him for the next two years? Like they're kind of in the now mode.
0: I don't know. I think they'll learn. He'll learn from Jimmy G after year one, and it's essentially like the second year is basically What's he gonna
2: learn? how to be mid like.
0: Well, he's gonna be mentored by Jimmy G, regardless. Say th- this is Anthony Richardson, the same thing happens there. And yeah, I don't I know, it. like it's the like I feel like they just want their guy to, like with Josh McDaniels, and maybe that is Jimmy G because he's still young enough where he could be there long term if it works out. I just yeah. I just can't see Levis falling out of the top ten just because he's a quarterback.
1: Well, also just I going, mean, going back enough. to I mean field back to last, last, year, last, year. last year, yeah, because if you think last year everyone had Malik Willis in like the first round, he went in the third round. So like I feel yeah.
0: like last year was different though. Still, just because like fell. the quarterback fell three full rounds basically like. But even
2: Mac Jones and Justin Fields two years ago like Fields was like, gonna be like a top three pick when he balled out and he hurt his ribs to get in that in the Clemson game, he was like people were saying like oh is he gonna go before Lawrence obviously not but he was like the consensus QB two and all of a sudden Zach Wilson and Trey Lance come out of nowhere and, and then <laughs> him and mistake. Mac Jones fall out of the top ten. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like last year it was just such a bad quarterback class that just nobody wanted to touch a quarterback besides, like, a desperate team like the Steelers. But I just – I don't know. I-, I can't see Levis falling out of the top ten just because he does have the intangibles and, like, he has, like – like, what if he's, like – I'm not saying he's going to be Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, but those guys were not highly touted coming out of college and people thought those picks were Herbert mistakes as high wasn't. as they were drafted. No, I mean, Herbert, people thought he was going to be super inaccurate in the NFL. They thought he was, like – it was not a great decision to not – commit in the 2019 draft to the um because wherever he would get selected there um and stay at oregon for another year so i don't know i feel like we could be wrong on one of these i'm not saying levis is going to be somebody we're wrong on but i feel like teams they just want to catch that like lightning in a bottle they want that quarterback for the future and just like it's there it could be levis but he could also set you back two three years all right we spent a lot of time on this tom you're on the
1: clock uh (laughs) all right
2: (laughs) uh i'm gonna I think, although the Falcons just traded for Jeff Okuda, I'm I don't think that they're like okay, we have Jeff Okuda, we're now set at cornerback. I think they're gonna wind up still taking uh, a DB here, and I think I think they like Gonzalez here. Um, so pencil him into the Falcons at eight, and if Jeff Okuda winds up being good, then Terrell Gonzalez Okuda, it's a pretty solid, very young uh, trio. So. Atlanta's would be on the come up.
0: All right, so that leaves me on the clock with the Chicago Bears at 9. This is a, a no-brainer for the first offensive lineman to be off the board. It's Peter Skaronsky, uh protecting Justin Fields. It's it's like they've adjusted the wide receiver position. Uh, they adjust other positions on the defensive side of the ball with their uh, in free agency. Uh, just beef up that all-line, protect Justin Fields, your franchise quarterback. Uh, that was just a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, the one thing I'm concerned with is if Skoronsky is like – supposed to move to guard does that lose his like luster of being a perf- of a protective tackle like maybe maybe they go paris johnson because he's more like a true tackle if they want to go that route yeah. like it's one of those things where i think it really just depends what the bears think and they could also trade back here too like if they, they, could if the they water just want to tackle like there's a few tackles available that they could probably trade back a few picks if like you said if someone really wants will levis they could jump up here i feel like probably yeah maybe
0: this is a washington spot
1: maybe washington would be willing especially
0: like it would be crazy because like if the new owners came in before the nfl draft, it happens in like the nba i mean it happened with the broncos and their new owners like they want to make a splash once they own a team so i would totally see that if if like the opportunity was there and like i don't know whatever his name is harris like comes in the owner and he wants to make a splash and he gets to Levis. i could i could definitely see that
1: yeah so that brings up the eagles then here um who I don't think we really mentioned it, but Jalen Hurts is now the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, getting uh fifty one million dollars per year, which is like just insane to think about because he was drafted really not to be the starter. Like they had Wentz at the time, everyone was like, What are we doing? And now here he is basically three years later as the highest paid NFL
2: quarterback ever. <laughs> yeah. Until Burrow and Herbert <laughs> get the extensions. I don't know, do you do you think Burrow will top fifty one per year though? Yeah, well, he may not top fifty one, but I think he's probably going to get like maybe an eight year deal rather than like the four and fives that we're seeing. So maybe and maybe not. He won't top fifty million a year, but I think I think either he tops hurts or he, or he tops Mahomes. Like that's gonna or uh, I don't know. I take that back. I think he's going to be up there though. <laughs> I have no idea. It it all depends. It's kind of like a loser pays more situation with like Herbert and um and Burrow. So that might be where they come up, but I think Burrow deserves more for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. I think what? everyone agrees on that, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey. Um all right. So back to the Eagles here with this pick. I mean, the Eagles are just too good of a team to have the tenth overall pick. Like when you think about it, like they were moments away from winning the Super Bowl, and here they are getting the tenth best player, probably even higher in the draft once uh once the quarterbacks uh settle down, but. Um, I think they, if Skaronski's here, I think the Eagles probably pounce on it just because, like I said, he can play tackle and can play guard. But besides that, I think they might just focus on their O-line. Like, Lane Johnson, realistically, how many more years does he have? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much longer he can do it. So I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr. here. I think he's the— Solid. He might be the best tackle overall in this draft. and. The Eagles just don't have a huge, glaring need. Maybe if they see someone on the D-line, but I don't think anyone here is really worthy of picking for the D-line.
2: Okay, I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to do it. I think the Titans, with their new GM, they move off of Tannehill, and this is where Levis goes. Um, I, I think they've. I think they've seen what they need to see from Malik Willis, and it's the opposite of uh, good. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think uh, Tannehill. If you want Levis to learn behind somebody for a year, then I think um, Tannehill kind of on the on the outs of his career now. He's, he's like thirty five, I think, almost. So I'm gonna pencil in Levis here at eleven.
1: Yeah, I like. Yeah, epic. I think this is Levis's like farthest he
2: might go, yeah. especially because the Titans have traded him twice
1: him. already. Like, I feel like they're like
2: they're intrigued. Titans might even trade up for him because this is a, this is a new GM. Like he's got he's got to make a. Uh, He's got to make a first big splash, and if he wants to trade it up for a QB, it could be a good first move. Hit the be ground running.
0: Yeah, so we have the AFC South all getting new quarterbacks besides the... Um Besides the Jacksonville Jaguars, with yeah, with Stroud going to Houston, Richardson going to Indianapolis, and now Will Levis going to Tennessee, I agree with what you said, Tom. So I'm on the clock here with 12. Um, Houston Texans. I think this is the first receiver spot. Um, we could see maybe Jackson Smith the Jigba or Quentin Johnson go in the top 10, but I'm going to have Jackson Smith the Jigba going to the Texans here at 12. Paramount with his college teammate CJ Stroud. Uh, this seems like another no-brainer here. You need you desperately need weapons on the outside. Um, Who they signed Robert Woods in free agent. Uh, you have Nico Collins. It's not great. It's not a great wide receiver core. You go out. Um, you're going to have Mechie coming back next year. You're going to have Smith and It'll actually be something exciting to watch in Houston.
1: Yeah. Yeah, are, are Stroud and Smith and Jigba, are they going to be like Burrow Chase 2.0? I mean, they, hey. they, they had a year delay, but I mean. They may be like <laughs> Burrow
2: Chase like 0.75.
1: <laughs> not with that academic score of Stroud.
2: <laughs> um. All right, so oh wait no, no Matt, you're that
1: brings yeah that brings me up now for the Jets who, oops. I think they probably focus on O line here. I mean, again, I don't know like where they have a glaring immediate need. I mean, obviously quarterback. Like as of this moment, their current quarterbacks are still just Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. So maybe Zach Wilson's QB two though. <laughs> he's he's QB two. So yeah, so Tim Boyle's QB yeah. one. So good luck with that. Yeah. Um, I just. Do we think Rodgers is going to get traded before the draft
2: or at all at this point? Like, what's going on? No, like it's going
0: to be after the draft. Definitely after yeah. the draft.
2: Unless the Jets are like, okay, we're here at 13. Take it or leave it. Like, not take it or leave it because I'm sure they'll keep calling it back if the Packers say no. But uh, I can. I don't I don't think it's going to, but it can. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. It can go either way. Like. I mean, Aaron
1: Rodgers originally announced his intent to play for the Jets on March 14th. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just been pending now for well Crazy. over a month. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but regardless, whoever's playing quarterback, I think the Jets need a little more protection. Uh, I think Broderick Jones is the next best tackle available. It might be a little high for him, but taking a, a tackle from Georgia, who just won two straight national championships, I feel like is a pretty safe bet. So, Broderick Jones here. Georgia breeds uh, great ole. Okay,
2: so that puts me here with the Patriots here at 14. So... Patriots got a lot of ways they can go here. Um, but I think they're going to wind up... Is it going to be a classic, everyone thinks the Patriots taking wide receiver because everyone's saying they should, and Belichick's probably just giggling in his living room right now, like just looking things up like, I'm not, I'm not taking a, a wide receiver <laughs> here. Um, so I think they're going to wind up going defense. And I think this is where we're going to see... I want to say Lucas Van Ness, but the but Kalasha Kansi is like staring at me. <laughs> like, I think this could be a spot where, and like, taking guys higher than, you, than you're expected to, but, and they, 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 Matt Judon had a great year, but I think, you know what? I think, I think Vanessa's, I think Vanessa's the guy here. I'm going to take Vanessa. I don't think Kansi goes yet. He's going to go soon, but not yet. So, Lucas Vanessa to the Patriots at 14. And yeah, if I, I remember, feel like, uh...
1: correct. I think, Matt, you had that last time, I think, too. I, I might have. Yeah, now
0: that I think, like, probably Van Ness has gotten so much hype since our last mock, too. Like, I've I've heard, like, or um been, like, reading mocks that he can go possibly in the top 12, maybe as high as 10 to Philly. So we'll see uh, where his hype takes him on draft night. So I'm on the clock here, 15 Green Bay Packers. I think I'm going to go with an offensive scope position player. Quentin Johnson's still on the board, but I'm actually going to go with um an athletic tight end. I'm going to go with Dalton Kincaid, no. um, <laughs> a, a great over Robert Tunyon. Uh, they're going to get Jordan I Love, love kind of that Kincaid. safety blanket. I'm a big Dalton Kincaid guy. He's fully healthy. Doctors cleared him. He's got no back issues. He's ready to go. He's my tight end one. Kincaid to the Packers at 15. I'm drafting him in Dynasty
1: 100%. Yeah, no, I, I like that pick because the more I was looking at the Packers, like they still have Christian Watson. They still have Romeo Dobbs. Like their wide receivers aren't like awful, awful, but you look at their tight mm-hmm. ends, they literally don't have a tight end anymore now that um Tunyon's on – um. Bears, oh, he I left. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like, forgot he left. So, <laughs> like, there's no tight end. So, I think, like, I think Dolan Kincaid, like, 15, is like probably where he's going.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and also just a huge slap in the face to Rodgers if uh, they take a weapon in the first round, the mm. first year that he decides to <laughs> to to leave. Oh, you know, I think it's guaranteed.
1: Definitely gonna be a receiver or a tight end, just to like spite Rogers. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And be like, all right, yeah, um, we're gonna
2: give Jordan Love all the twos that we didn't give you.
1: <laughs> so this that leaves me up now with Washington, and from everything that I've seen, they are 100% set on Sam Howell for at least this year. I don't fully, Yuck. I don't fully know what to make of that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take them at their word for it, especially now because there's no quarterbacks left in the draft. But if there's one thing you can do to really like spice up your offense, I think it's improve the running game. I think the Washington might go. take Bijan Robinson here. Just because, like, think of it. Like, Antonio Gibson, kind of mid, only has one year left. Brian Robinson had awful uh, yards per carry. So, like, if you can just get the best running back. Like, people are comparing him to Saquon. People are comparing him to Zeke when he came out of college. And also just, like, there's rumors that Bijan might go to Dallas or to Philly later in the first round. Like, Washington doesn't want that to happen. So, you know, just like a little perfect storm of everything here. I think Bijan Robinson could be going to uh, – to Washington and forming a Robinson Robinson combo in the backfield,
2: uh, a, a double yeah, B like Robinson.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Thunder taking two Jalen Williams this last draft. <laughs>
2: All right, <clears throat> so Bijan to the Commanders here. So I got your Steelers now, Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I think I I think they go DB. They did get Patrick Peterson, but I think they probably need another another defensive back. Um, I think I'm I'm torn three guys. It's either, it's either Joey Porter Jr. who make you know it's it's the choice. He's the hometown kid. Same thing he did with with Kenny Pickett last year. Mm-hmm. But Brian Branch is kind of like yeah. Jumping I like at Bra- me. I like Branch here. I think I think I think I'm gonna go with Branch. And the third guy was Deontay Banks, by the way. But this this it, it was I, I'm penciling in Branch and. Uh, So Banks and Porter, we'll see where they go later.
0: Yeah, they they desperately need safety help after Terrell Edmonds left him free agency. They signed um, uh, Keanu Neal, and, I mean, he's definitely not as good as his name says. Like, he's not what he once was. So uh, I have the lines here again. Um, Now that Kalaja Kansi's still on the board, maybe I wish I went Weatherspoon at 6 and got Kansi here at 18. But since I already took jo- uh, Jalen Carter at 6, I'm going to go corner here. So it works out that you ended up not taking Joey Porter Jr. Uh, that's who I'm going to take with the Lions here at 18 to give them
1: another corner this offseason. Okay. So the the disrespect to Deontay Banks.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, he's dropping.
1: I don't know. I, I'm i very high on Banks because I think he's got, like, the skill set and the um, just, like, the body frame to play corner. And I don't know. I watched enough Joey Porter last year to just know uh gets a little handsy out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that brings me now up here uh, with the Bucks, who kind of, like, need a little bit of everything. There's not, like, too much going on. But one thing that I did notice, um, the Bucks could use a lot of defensive help. And one player that just stands out to me – hold on. I'm trying to pull it up just to make sure I have my facts right. Um, yeah, they need defensive edge help because who knows how much longer um, – JPP has and um, whoever I don't even know who else is on the D line at this point I feel like they've kind of lost they've lost a decent amount but either way I've just been stalling so I could double check something uh, I think the bucks here I think they're gonna go with Nolan Smith his hype has been insane through the combine through the draft yep. and the bucks have already met with him twice again he played at Georgia the past two years two-time national champion although he didn't play in the championship this game because of injury but he's been ruled fully healthy. And I think he, if he's still available at 19, which I think he will be, I think he'll be a great addition for this Bucks team.
2: Yeah, and he's one of the guys that, that got the uh, the combine hype, and he, like, had a sick combine. And he shot up draft boards, like, a lot from what I've uh, gathered.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree.
2: Okay, so this puts me here. With Seattle, um, this is where I think Kalajic Hansi goes um, at pick 20 here. Uh, they could use... a. Some some uh, help on the defense. They uh, gave Gino his big deal. So getting a nice interior defensive lineman on a decently low uh, average per year could be a good look here. So I'm going to give them Kalajah Kansi.
0: Yeah, Kalajah Kansi and Tyree Wilson in the same draft. That's yeah. really nice. How about that? Already yeah. young and upcoming. coming a today. very improved defense. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Miami's pick uh, is forfeited. So now we're on the clock here to... LA uh Chargers being and I feel like they could go corner here with Deontay Banks but with Quentin Johnson still on the board I and Keenan Allen getting up there in age obviously they have their franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert Mike Williams seems like he gets injured every season I think they need a little bit more kind of safety security and long-term like outlook at the wide receiver position so I'm gonna go Quentin Johnson at a TCU going to the Chargers here at 21
2: yeah I like that what did the Chargers just get for their offensive coordinator did you got somebody very They got
1: a uh, Kellen Moore,
2: right? Yes, Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: from the Cowboys. Like the one thing with Quentin Johnson is like I'm I'm high on him, but I've seen a lot of people like mock him to like the mid twenties and stuff. I just don't know how he
2: falls that low. He yeah. didn't get an invite to the draft because no, no, they he said he crazy. either could go in the top twelve or fall out of the oh, fall out of the top fifty. I'm like, what? No,
1: no, he, he got the invite, but I don't think he wants to go because like then he's the guy that oh was that sitting, yeah because yeah, then he's like sitting there at the end of the night like oh I gotta show back up tomorrow like yeah
0: damn that's, that's crazy. crazy so man. like if you were to take a bet like who goes wide, like do you think there's a chance Zay Flowers goes ahead of him
2: uh, I um, maybe I didn't but I think to say who goes wide receiver one I think JSN is definitely wide oh receiver yeah one.
0: I, I did yeah mm-hmm. me too
2: um, yeah no, I, I, I actually saw a little interview today like Zay Flowers and I think his new agent or his new manager was sitting um down doing an interview and the agent was like talking very confidently how he's gonna be like the first wide receiver draft. He's like people people are lower than him than we think, blah blah blah. I'm like I mean that would be an interesting an interesting uh little twist on things if Zay Flowers was wide receiver one.
1: Yeah, Flowers has gotten a lot of hype in the past few weeks with all the um the top thirty visits. A lot of teams have looked at him, so maybe he mm-hmm. does like jump up, but again he's only what what's Zay, Zay Flowers? He's like 5'8 or something. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, I don't think that's a wide receiver you maybe take in the first round. Like, I think Quentin Johnson being, like, Mm. 6'2 or 4", however tall he is, I think that's, like, the type of guy. But, um... Anyway, with the... With the Ravens on the clock here, I mean, like, we're talking about wide receivers. It would be perfect for them. But the Ravens are also the team where they just signed OBJ, and they are washing their hands, saying, we are fully set at wide receiver. We don't need to do anything else. Like, they're fully... Fully set with OBJ, in my opinion. Um, I think they need still need help on the defensive side of the ball, and the fact that Deontay Banks is still here, right down the street in College Park. I'm gonna take Deontay Banks here to the Ravens.
2: Minnesota can a few things. um I think. Um, I kind of like see somebody who is like kind of coming up. I've seen coming up this range now. Miles Murphy has dropped. He was supposed to. He was like right there with Tyree. One, well not right there, but like he was right behind Tyree Wilson in a lot of mocks and, um, and a lot of like team reports and stuff. But it seems that he's uh, dropping a lot as of recent. But I think I think the Vikings are definitely looking at him. I want to say that they would go like outside linebacker edge or like I don't think they're gonna go. I don't think they gonna go wide receiver. Oh, you know what? Jordan Addison could kind of be a look here. I, I think they out of could be a wide receiver, yeah. Because they just lost Thielen. Uh, you know what? I think at you know, at a premium position, and the Vikings are in a bit of a tough spot. Like, are they contenders? Are they not? I'm going to give them the Jordan Addison here and uh, see if they can take one last crack at it before. They'll probably blow it up if they want to not win a playoff game again this year.
0: Yeah, just, I wonder if he does... I was just going to say, I wonder if he does go above Zay Flowers on draft night. Yeah, I think he
1: should. Just, I just think Addison's yeah, a better prospect than Zay Flowers. And just speaking of the Vikings, uh, I mentioned it, I don't know, I think episode one or two, that my hot take was Dalvin Cook will get cut this offseason, and that seems to be gaining some momentum. So just yeah. they might be needing a running back too, so maybe that's probably like a later... May, if Jamar B. John Robinson's here, do they maybe take him? Like, if they think they can just cut Cook and move on? I don't know. Something to look at. They could. I don't think they would, but, like, that would be a very yeah. interesting draft, to be honest.
0: They're, yeah, and with Cousins getting older, like, their window's right now, so I feel like they desperately need to take somebody on, I don't know, if, like, maybe the defensive side of the ball if they don't go receiver, um, especially corner after Daniel Jones cooked them. You can't let that happen. So I'm on the <laughs> cock here at the think Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the clock here with uh, the Jaguars at 24. I think, yeah, like Tom just mentioned him, and I was kind of hoping he wasn't going to take him because I was going to take him here. Miles Murphy. I feel like this is one of the steals of the draft. Still super talented coming out of Clemson. He's not asked to do so much right away. Um, And with getting Trayvon Walker with the first overall pick last year, the Jaguars are going to go back to back years, first round picks, beefing up the front seven for them. Um, Something they do need for the, uh, like, if they're going to be going up against some of the elite. AFC quarterbacks in the playoffs. They need to rush the passer. And getting Miles Murphy, who I feel like has a very high ceiling still, is probably worth the pick at
2: 24. Trevor Burden can also... He can he can play like D-line rather than like outside linebacker, edge rusher. So so they they, they can put him and um, I think they're going to move off of Caleb on chase on. And Josh Allen's still there. Yeah. So they got a little yeah. solid front seven. Beefing up there. Yeah,
1: so that gives me the Giants here. Tom's, Tom's team. So I wonder... What he thinks that I think I'm gonna do, cause I fully I don't fully know right now. Like I have one guy I have my eye on um, that I think is probably the obvious choice since he's still sitting here. They could maybe use some defensive help, but I think they still they're still missing that true weapon on the offense. So I'm gonna go with Zay Flowers here. I don't so. I don't love him like because I just said he is more of a shorter speed receiver, so I don't love that. But if you put him in the slot, I think him and Daniel Jones maybe could get good chemistry. You're not forcing Daniel Jones to throw it deep outside or anything. You could do like quick slants and uh, hitches, stuff like that. So I think Zay Flowers could be pretty good in the Giants' offense. And a
2: hot hot take of mine, I think it may not be this pick, it may be a second pick, but the Giants are going to acquire a player during the draft. I don't know when it's going to be. It could be first round, it could be a blockbuster, it could be a second round, but I think they're going to wind up adding a piece rather than trading back they're more likely to do that so if they're in this spot and somebody wants to trade up um i wouldn't mind uh honestly winding up i, I wouldn't hate walking out with any of these guys but i'm not nobody does a glaring at me if this is where we're at you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm cool with say flowers though if it happens
0: do they take Bijan if he's there
2: well since saquon apparently doesn't want to play on the tag but i don't think that's gonna happen yeah i don't blame, <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him either all right, so uh, this puts me here with Dallas, um, somebody who probably definitely would take Bijan if he were here. Um, yeah, I think mm, this could be a
0: mayor pick. I don't know if they would go yeah, tight this end. This could now. be
2: a mayor pick because Schultz is gone, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, he's in
1: Houston,
2: and they have and they don't they don't they don't require anybody to tight end if I'm not correct, no. if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: Uh, Jake no. Ferguson, I believe, is tight end
2: one. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you know what? So, Mayer's definitely not on their board. Um, so, no. I, th- 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 this, seem, this seems like Mayer. Um, this could be going to lose a tight end who is uh, actually a very, very, very good weapon. You know, they log, they, they're they going to s- stick with Pollard, but he's also, he's a micro fracture, I think, or a hairline fracture in his ankle. He's not going to have a great offseason health-wise. I'm going to give them Michael Mayer because they can't afford to lose too many weapons.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they like since it is a deep tight end class, if they would look to maybe wait till the second round for that. But um, not if Dalton Kincaid was there, then they gotta go him. So we're on the clock here with the Bills at twenty seven. Probably gonna go, <laughs> probably gonna go defense here. I would think uh, Brian Brisey he's here. Maybe they go Will McDonald out of Iowa State. Uh, they could go into the cornerback market. Like like I said before, it's a deep cornerback class, so they could wait later in the draft if they want to target that. So I'll go Brian Brisey here out of Clemson to. Uh, add to that defensive line because they definitely need to upgrade at least, a, a, probably anywhere on that defensive side of the ball. Some guys are getting older, some guys are being free agents soon, so I think they should yeah. target that side.
2: They did trade for Stephon Gilmore though, so they could pair him up with Diggs. No, the uh, wait.
1: No, we're talking about Bills. The Bills. Got...
2: I'm so off, dude. Forget I said that. <laughs> you talking <laughs> about the Cowboys?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was yeah. So we got say They're going to the Bills. Um, Bengals on the clock. It could they could have been a Mayer team too if he was still here.
1: Yeah, I think I think if Mayer falls to the Bengals, that's probably the pick. I think he's like a lock to go to the Cowboys. Like it just it just <laughs> seems like a Jerry Jones type pick. Like it looks too obvious to exactly. me. Exactly. It's too obvious. Jerry Jones is surprising <laughs> nobody. <laughs> but uh with the Bengals here, I think the one thing that they need to focus on is their secondary. I think they need to really just get some new reinforcements in there. Uh, One guy who's been getting a lot of hype, and I believe he's met with the Bengals a few times, is Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. He's been slowly climbing up people's draft boards, um, and I think he has a good shot of now becoming a first-round pick, even if it's late in the first round, but I think Emmanuel Forbes would
2: greatly benefit the... Yeah, solid. Also, quick callback to when we said Jerry Jones is surprising nobody. Who did the... uh, It was the first-round pick last year when Jerry Jones got a lot of... uh... A lot of uh, critiquing from the people for his first round pick. I'm blanking on the name. But then he, like, showed their big board, like, the piece of paper. And it was like, oh, yeah, we have him. We, we have him first. We have him second. So he was, like, victory laughing that he got his guy. So Jerry <laughs> Jones is not going to be very creative. He's going to surprise nobody.
0: Was it, like, it was Tower Smith, the offensive Tower line Smith, then? yeah.
2: He was like, look, we had him number one. I'm like, all right, Jerry Jones.
0: Hey, he probably <laughs> talked about Tyron Smith too much. He was like, we got to take him. He's just as good.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh... So um got New Orleans on the clock here. And uh, I think they are going to take the guard from Florida here, um, Osiris Torrance. He's been pretty solidly in, like, the 20s range um, pretty much throughout the entire offseason. He's not hes not shot up any draft boards. He hasn't dropped down anybody's draft boards. You haven't heard anything much about him. He's just sitting there solid. I'm going to give the Saints uh, Osiris Torrance here to beef up their offensive line.
0: I'm very upset you did that. I was going to take him with the Eagles at 30. <laughs> So now you're making my, my decision a little bit tougher. So I think I'm going to go, I might go D-line now that Tom, or Dom took Paris Johnson earlier. So you could go Darnell Wright or Anton Harrison, but since they already got a tackle, I'm going to go uh, Mozzie Smith here out of Michigan, uh, getting another kind of guy that can hopefully replace Javon Hardgrave eventually, who left it in free agency to San Francisco. And the Eagles, they want to be right back in the Super Bowl next year. So I'm going to go Smith out of Michigan with the second to last pick in the first round.
1: Yeah, and with the last pick in the first round here with the Chiefs, uh, you just touched on him, so I'm glad you didn't take him. But I think the Chiefs here could take Darnell Wright. They lost both their starting offensive tackles last year. They've only signed one back, so they still have a need at uh, tackle. So I think Darnell Wright, if he's still available here at 31, I think that's a good pick for the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, so that basically wraps out our first-round mock draft, our final first-round mock draft. Any picks you guys, like, looking at it now – that like you're super confident on that you would like place a futures bet this is happening like you can 100% see it
1: i think our top four i i love the top four of young stroud anderson and richardson i think that's going to be one through four 100% yeah
2: and i i mean i think tyree wilson also like if if i were to if i were to make a bet i think i i would i think it maybe sprinkles a little bit of money on uh on tyree wilson here
0: I actually was just going to say I hate our top four. I just don't see it happening in this way. I don't know why. Maybe it's I don't think Anderson's the third clean. pick. Maybe maybe it's I don't think easy. the Texans go quarterback or they trade down. I just feel weird about it. But I do think Levis ends up as a tight end. I like that fit. I do think it happens them trading up, not at 11, because maybe they're worried about a team like, I don't know, Washington behind them trading up or Tampa or someone like that. So I think Levis does end up as a tight end. I just don't know if it's at pick 11. But I also love Jackson Smith the Jigba at 12.
2: But the, but the thing the thing with Levis here, like, since we can't trade, um, like, you know, in this these hypotheticals, I think 11 is a really good spot. But if a team like – if Levis is there at 10 and, like, I think there's, there's, like, a handful of teams that should be calling the Eagles saying, like, you know, this isn't your pick anyway. Move back five spots and, uh, and you know, we, we want to pick well Levis. And the Eagles will probably do it happily like they, like they do every time. So I, I think he might not get past 10. But if with no trades, I, I love the spot at 11 for him, like you said.
1: Yeah, one thing I like, I mean, I I was the one that took Bijan at 16 to Washington. Last (laughs) I checked, Washington is, like, plus 1,400 to draft him. I think it's, like, the fifth highest odds, which I kind of love that value because I just don't see him going any earlier, and he maybe goes later. But a few of the teams that have, like, the the shorter betting odds are all ahead of them, and I just don't see them taking a running back. So I think that could be pretty good. Um, But overall, no, I I like what we did. There's really – I mean, like, we obviously don't know much. Like, we're not – we're not in the meeting rooms. We're not talking to anybody. This is just all information we've kind of gathered. But to, it all seems um, seems pretty good overall to me. and I think we did a pretty good job.
2: We can go 31 yeah. for 31. I if
1: know. We did, Maybe first we in did, we history. Might just, like, we might have to retire after this episode. Like, I don't think we can put anything <laughs> yeah. else out.
0: I don't think so. It'd be our Mona Lisa. So yeah, that was our <laughs> final first round my draft. The next episode will be our reaction to the NFL draft um, that you guys will be able to check out. And then if you guys wanted a visual version of this, there'll be a YouTube video up that we'll have in kind of like a YouTube style format. Uh, if you wanted to just kind of look at the picks that they, as they are made as well. But obviously, if you're on Spotify or Apple Pod, you can listen to them also here. So yeah, thank you guys all for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys after the NFL draft. And let's hope that the Steelers make a great pick. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace.
1: See ya. See
2: you guys.